0: For the listeners of the IO Panel podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to try out their service. Head over to audibletrial.com slash IOPanel to sign up and start listening.
1: Last night, I, I discovered that you could buy spice racks that have these spices pre-populated. You're an idiot. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Uh, that's probably the most common way to purchase it.
1: I don't know what's wrong with you. Like Sometimes I wonder about you, Michael. Like, are you new?
2: You don't, so you're just an observant. I don't it's know. Like you
0: guys never tell me these things.
2: He's like, I discovered there's stores you could buy food in. It's nuts.
0: <laughs> That's my end of relationship with the fishmonger.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking fishmonger. I don't get it.
0: Do you know what a fishmonger is, Mike? I guess not. Someone who sells fish as a profession, like a, a butcher would sell meat. A awesome. fishmonger. Oh, okay. Sells fish.
1: Okay, got it. Got we're it.
0: we're learning. I always thought that dogs <laughs> uh, laid eggs. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. This week we'll have episode forty-four: the true force in internet podcasting. With me this week, as always, we have co-host A, James. How are you?
2: What's up, man? Doing good. Having a great time.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. Oh, my God. Co-host. See, see, even that (laughs) is more than your normal enthusiastic level. Let's let's, let's get in. Co-host B, Mike, how are you doing? Can you one up? B? Co-host B. Yes. B for Blowers. How are you doing, Blowers? I'm not going to say your other four names, (laughs) At you have you, five at least, names. At
1: least you know that there are four others.
0: Yes, you have five <laughs> names. Yes. Why?
2: Because Why did you choose that? they are his parents' victims. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I am so great, and one one or two names cannot contain it all. So,
0: okay, like your first four names are normal. Like you, yeah. Know, okay, that's a good name. And You're like. That's your last name? <laughs> I don't mean to tease you too much. It was just it, it just came it popped into my head. How are you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you every opportunity to one up yourself and James, but nope.
1: Well, I was about to I was about to, you know, hit you back on your last name, but uh, you know, I decided My three first names, you mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. One of them is
0: debatable uh, how you can actually spell it, but that's fine. My, 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 my or, spelling or Neil.
1: Is, is correct. Neil. Because uh, Lawrence, you can sp- spell more than one way, technically, yeah, I guess. There's
0: no you, if that's what you're insinuating.
1: That is what I'm insinuating.
0: There's definitely no you. There's also no you in color.
1: Yeah, James. Huh? Get it? <laughs> oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> oh boy. so why don't you get that no i'm going to wrap you up
2: in aluminium <laughs> oh there you go all right great
0: well let's get into some news um james i think you put this first article in here i doubt it something <laughs> I, oh, I was just yeah. gonna guess <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: i know it's not me and mike was surprised when he saw it so
2: yeah the process um, of illumination Okay, so this is a website called Trump-Track or Track-Trump.com, also known as Trump Track or Track Trump. Uh, Basically, our our new commander-in-chief has been
1: up to his good works. Fuck that. He's your (laughs) new commander-in-chief.
2: You can salute him if you want. You're fleeing to Canada, huh? That's right.
1: I'm going back uh, to yeah, the Yeah, you're lucky like that. Yeah, the, you great, get the, the great the white north. That's Why great. are you still here? Mm. I just signed a two-year lease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, well, anyway,
2: so, yeah, he's been up to his ears and signing executive orders, and uh, it's kind of mind-boggling. So the Internet, thank God for the Internet, Uh, these four guys have come together to, they made a program called Track Trump that is going to track his progress against his first 100 days, the stuff that he said he would do in his first 100 days to the stuff that he's done so far. And I've been checking, they have been keeping it up to date. Um, They're keeping a running timeline, everything he's doing. You know, executive orders, what he's signing, any proclamations from on high, whatever. Um, Honestly, it's pretty good, uh, but I would. I hope they keep doing it after 100 days just because this is the kind of guy you want to go back and look and make sure everybody knows, yep, we're here because of that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, check it out. I've subscribed to it on Twitter and set it for mandatory uh, um, notifications every time something happens. So I haven't been bombarded with a bunch of random junk, so it seems pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, a couple things about that. I was listening to um, This Week in Tech yesterday and found out about a service called Inside.com. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically like a newsletter distribution site. They have their week-by-weekly or some some are uh, daily newsletters they send out to you. And their newest one is tracking um, Trump's policies versus what he's actually doing. So it's very similar to the uh, what you just described on Twitter. Um, but also, I think it's kind of funny, um, but not totally unexpected that one of his talking points was like bashing um, President Obama on how many executive orders he signed through his yeah. t- time in office, and if Trump kept up his pace, which won't be the case, then he's on track to sign more executive orders. But I mean, the first week, and then there's like, or the first. Like, in the first 10 days, he signed 18 of them or something like that, which is pretty crazy. But anyways, I saw that you put something in there about Trump, so I had to put something in there also about Trump. A uh, a Twitter account um, that has recently gone dark, it was supposedly associated with a mid-level staffer whose boss worked closely with the president, and uh, he was just tweeting, like, what it's like on the inside of the White House, like what kind of shit show it is. And um, uh, whoever published this article sort of assembled a bunch of screenshots in chronological order. Some of them are like, there's actually talk of Omarosa becoming the press secretary. And like Mike Pence is swearing people in because uh, some folks don't want to be seen with Donald Trump. It's like, he's not actually a fraud. He's just irrational and reactionary. He's like, this is a shit show, everyone feels like they're drowning, God help us all. So, I mean, some of them are fun to read through, so I thought Jesus I'd put it Christ. up there. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to keep going until I get found out, but they're starting to crack down. <laughs> like what There's leaks is... all over the place.
1: That thing, I wonder if this is, thing, is real. If that's the one you're talking about, I think you're talking about, that one got shut down immediately. Did it? I mean, it's... it's. Is it like White House Whistleblower or something like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's gone.
0: Is it okay? Oh yeah. Well, then I'm glad someone was able to capture screenshots of the tweets because mm-hmm. some of them are like, "Ugh, oh my god." So did I encourage... you guys? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I encourage anyone who uh, goes into the show notes to actually go to the link and check them out.
2: He's stupid. He tagged tag himself in it. To tag, I don't to... think it was himself. No, just no, people... he, I mean he tagged. He tagged Trump. He's stupid to have tagged him in it. Mm-hmm to tag Trump and he could have I mean I you know this I mean, is so how thing, would they know how would they find out no I mean d- dude this is you realize it's like I know maybe Evan does I know Michael you don't track the news and I normally don't track the, track the regular people regular news for regular people but um, <laughs> I mean point. I don't I don't I do because of the show like on, on Sunday like a half an hour before the show starts I was like what's going on in the news you know I only but pay attention
0: to the reptilian population yeah <laughs>
2: Hail of Tillis, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, that's I am. I don't really pay attention to the regular news, but um, so you know, there, there's these rogue Twitter accounts. Have you guys heard about these?
1: No. Yeah, I was just going to mention. So there yeah. was the the was the park rogue, one,
2: rogue Noah, rogue NASA, rogue. Oh, I oh, didn't okay. see those. I saw. Yeah. I just
1: saw the 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 national park one.
2: National parks. There's one for national parks badlands. There's a bunch of rogue ones that have popped up, and it's questionable whether they're actually by these people who work at the parks but you know what's what what Trump is doing with I mean I'm a, I'm a science guy you know I'm a logic, logical analytic person I'm a, I'm a
0: science guy I don't know if you guys know that but I'm an expert I'm,
1: It sounds like Trump over here He's like I'm the best I'm, I know everything about everything whatever um big in the science big 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 <laughs> bigly
2: he's he's
0: he's bigly into science uh, bigly huh
2: bigly uh, but you know i mean it's kind of shocking what's happening you know basically the whole i mean you guys are aware that he they're putting uh i'm saying he but it's probably more his cabinet and the people around him and he's probably just the big picture guy behind all this stuff but um you know they have the political political a political uh committee has to vet any scientific stuff that gets released by i think it was the EPA mm-hmm. when they release a paper it has to be re- vetted by a, a political person before it gets vetted
0: even though it's like it might be 100% true but does it agree with our stance on politics
2: yeah exactly um i mean that was happening earlier we talked about this about 2 or 3 months ago or two three podcasts maybe like three or four podcasts ago where they were like, yeah, they Trump has the Trump camp, the Trump campaign transition committee has already said, we want to know everybody who's been talking about uh, climate change, and we want to know what their grants are and everything else. We want to know all that stuff. Send us that stuff forth forthwith. Mm-hmm. And now they've frozen all those. They've frozen not corresponding with what they asked for, but they've basically frozen all the EPA's funds as far as grants and scientific stuff and everything like that. So I don't know. It's like kind of a put your head in the sand. It's going to go away. We're not going to talk about this. We're going to make sure that nothing slips out about all this stuff in the next four years. It's just it's really fucking creepy, dude. It's bad. It's bad news for the country. It's bad news bears for everyone. Yeah. The, I mean, we don't have like
0: just <laughs> speaking of the EPA. It's like the environment of the United States is not isolated from the rest of the world. Science. No, but it's it's not. It's, I'm so, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, as it were. But oh you realize
2: the religious right and all the people who put Trump in office don't care about what happens on a global scale, anyway. Yeah, like they're if, gonna be dead a, in
0: twenty years, anyways. If a
2: French scientist comes out with and says this is happening, that he could very easily be ignored or never heard here. So, oh, you absolutely. It's like the news covers him. Like I guarantee, you regular news is not covering. All the stuff like that's always shocking to me, like Channel 7 News, the local news in the area doesn't cover like this big picture political stuff like what's happening, which what Trump's doing, you know, or what Obama did. Like Obama blew up seven, seven mosques today, you know, like they never cover that kind of stuff. They just never do it. I was wondering why, like if you want to see that kind of stuff, I don't know where you could find it. Like you have to basically the news presents to you what they think you want to hear. They don't present to you a long list of facts, right? Which I guess because people wouldn't watch that. But if you just approached it all with like make every single fact this thing interesting that happened today, they guess what? We wouldn't have 24 hour news shows where you'd have Megyn Kelly having an own show and the blaze like you wouldn't have those shows because there wouldn't be time. We'd be talking about news all day. Mm -hmm. You know, God forbid we live in a world where people just told the facts in an interesting and truthful way.
0: But that wouldn't work because people have short attention spans, and news agencies need ratings. Well,
2: those people should go die in a fucking cave anyway. Fuck those people.
0: If only. Yeah.
2: If only we could fuck them, or if only. Okay, never mind.
0: What? What? Anyways, good. Uh, good political coverage. Anyone else? <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll let you know our news network
2: uh, next week. We'll continue our mediocre.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We are science guys. That's right. <laughs> Bigly informationist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the next story is one that I put in there about uh, unintended side effects of a certain diabetes medication. <clears throat> so another small sample size study that's uh, showing interesting results, a three year study of 39 non-diabetic cancer patients took place at the Sydney Kimmel Cancer Center. Um, And with the medication they used, or they were testing, it's called metformin, which is apparently one of the most common um, diabetes medications, which produces, you know, minimal side effects. And um, it it actually, um, you know, it's, I guess, one of the more pleasant ones to take. It doesn't make you, uh, like the side effects are not deaf. So some of the side effects are headache, upset stomach, difficulty operating heavy machinery, which is like on every medication. I don't understand where that came from. Maybe it's like the vibration causes you to throw up or pass out or something. Who knows? Um, but the unintended consequence is that it helps fight cancer. So these 39 non-diabetic cancer patients were actually given an equivalent dose of, of about half of what... The dose would be if they were actually uh, diabetic and were taking the medication for that purpose. Um, so the results of this actually showed um, a significant increase in tumor cell death, but that's also as a result of the the microenvironment around the cancer cells. So the cancer-supporting fibroblasts, which are the cells that surround cancer, which give it a say a nurturing, growing environment um, showed a lot of increase in deterioration. So it's sort of like a compounding effect. So that maybe in conjunction with a lower dose of chemotherapy uh, could produce some promising results. Chemotherapy by itself is like one of the most ridiculous things. I think it has a success rate of like lower than 30%. um, And it's basically the way... Similar to antibiotics, like if you go to the doctor and you take antibiotics for, you know, uh, if you get a a deep cut or bust your head open or something and they don't want to get infected, they'll give you antibiotics. It doesn't target anything. It just kills everything in your body. So like chemotherapy, it doesn't necessarily target cancer. It just like kills everything. And, uh, it happens to not be very effective. Now, my only um, question is further down in this article, they talk about um, this study demonstrates that metformin has effects on head and neck cancers at safe doses that are at or lower than what is given to diabetic patients. So I don't know if this study was limited to uh, people with head and neck cancers. I guess that could be a bunch of them Um, or if they saw the most significant improvement in people who had cancers in those locations but anyways um i like it when studies find alternate uses for common medications that happen to have you know big um promising side effects so i don't know just thought it was interesting worth a mention
2: very cool yes we'd hope we'd find more of that kind of stuff yes (coughs) um
1: Beat us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a couple more news stories, um, but we may have to come back to those. Uh, James, did you put the one in there about the Muslim ban? Um, no. No? Okay. Well, we can let Mike talk about those. Um, we come back a little bit. I'm actually going to, since I'm on a roll here, I'm going to skip down to game theory. I sent you guys a, uh, I think it was a YouTube link to some ridiculous game uh called like kabadi or kabadi that's played in india or pakistan i think i sent it to you like <laughs> a, almost a month ago what so basically that's like you're on you're on a field and there's four guys who are who seem to be oiled up in you know loincloths kind of and they they link arms and form a chain and you have to touch one of them and run back to your safe zone um before they can stop you. James, are you looking at the video? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So James is looking at the Combaton <clears throat> video. I'm I'm still talking about comedy. So if in in comedy, if you touch one of the four people on the opposing team and then they come after you and stop you from getting back into your quote unquote safe zone, then they get a point. But if you touch them and run, you know, run your ass off back the other way and get back to your safe zone, you get a point. So it's such a ridiculous sport. There's a bunch of ridiculous sports out there, apparently. So I came by this one earlier this week. Combaton. Let me, let me get back to my, uh, my page here. Okay. So there's a couple variations. You can play 2 vs. 2, which is um, used with flags. Um, 3 vs. 3, which is the indoor version. 5 vs. 5, which is the outdoor version. It, it's like a combination of football, basketball, and taekwondo. So each team – now, I don't actually know how long the periods are or how long the game lasts, but, say, per turn, each team gets four tries to score, and you score by having the baton holder, which is like the football or basketball or whatever, Um, only the baton holder can score. They have to kick something in the – say, in the end zone, whether it's a bag or a flag or something suspended – The score goes if you are if you kick it while you're standing next to it you get three points, if you jump kick it you get four points, if you spinning jump kick it you get five points, and then the other team gets to go also. So it's it's so ridiculous. And on the page that I linked in there, um, just below the video, you can go to a YouTube combaton video, and most of them are like eight or nine years old or so. But there's one new one that shows in, like, a Taekwondo, you know, school. They're, like, teaching the rules, and they have a, a little demonstration. It's ridiculous. So I just wanted to point that out to everyone.
2: Oh, with 62 views here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, also, uh, on this webpage, they have a, a link, Contact the Commissioner. It's combaton1 at yahoo.com. That doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> inspire a lot of confidence.
0: Yeah, God. also this website looks like it's hosted on GeoCities.
2: It's Jesus awful, Christ. but... Yeah, it's a horrible <laughs> website. I just, I really Look, wanted to bring that to your guys' attention. Send an email to the public relations manager. Uh, her name is up here. You know, let's see if we can get an interview with the commissioner. Dude, don't. That'd I'm gonna so, do it. It'd probably be so easy. Um,
1: <laughs> They have a MySpace page, guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> on top of the social media game. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, they have a blog. Hey, hey. I
2: can't be too mad at her. Her name is Ginger. Ginger (laughs) Allen. Give her a break. Did you just assume her gender? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. Yeah,
0: anyways. um, Mike, want to circle back to the uh, last two news articles that you wanted to mention?
1: Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one we were talking about this earlier before the show, there's a, um, so in Russia, there's a, uh, well, everyone who's in it has probably heard of Kaspersky. They're a big antivirus maker and it's actually a Russian company. And so just recently, one of their top people was arrested and is charged with treason. So... <clears throat> The guy, um he was head of, of its computer incidents investigations unit. And he was arrested in December. Now the other thing that's kind of crazy is there was a another guy who was arrested who was also facing treason charges, but he doesn't work for Kaspersky. He was the deputy head of information security for the FSB. Yes. Jesus. Which is essentially the KGB.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that right, James? Sort no. of. No. Sort of. I know you're an expert on the internals. You're the. Yeah. On the you're the expert on the internals of uh, the Russian, the Russian machine. So. I did.
2: I, I attended an airsoft game where there were some guys who were Russian impersonators, and I'm not an expert on the Russian military machine. <laughs>
1: Okay, good. So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what went on here, but, uh yeah, these two guys got arrested. And so, wait,
2: they arrested a guy from the FSB and a guy, this guy Ruslan?
1: Yeah, they arrested two guys, one guy from Kaspersky and one guy from the FSB.
2: Had they, what, what did he do wrong? Cohort. He co-signed.
1: Um apparently the guy in the fsb or no i'm sorry not not the fsb guy the other guy they say he received money from foreign companies but i mean he could have received money from twit i mean if those sound like trumped up charges oh ho ho
2: um i mean he prep i mean this is russia so it's probably bullshit anyway they're probably just gonna like slip these guys a little fucking uranium two thirty eight and fucking uh plutonium two thirty eight and say, oh, they're poisoned. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Russian way.
1: According to Kaspersky, they're saying he's under investigation for a period predating his employment at Kaspersky Lab.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did, right.
1: Did he used to work <laughs> for the FSB? <laughs> Who knows.
2: I mean, I got to imagine the community is little, is very small as far as people who work at, at, people who are worthy enough or high enough skill level to work at Kapersky and then people in the FSB. I'm sure that's a small group of people as far as like intelligence gathering, hacking and everything else the FSB does. That's like saying, oh, hackers who could work for Black Black Hat Labs and also their buddy who worked at the NSA. I mean, it's just like a very small... It's a small, small little club.
1: Yeah, they say the guy who founded founded the company was educated at a KGB-sponsored cryptography institute before working for Russian military intelligence.
2: Yeah, so, it makes sense. So there you yeah.
1: go, yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, so. Excellent. Yep. So is that. Good riddance. <laughs> and then... Um, well, we've all heard about this, I'm sure by now the the ban on Muslims mm-hmm although that's a little broad um, so we know pres- the new president signed an executive order barring uh people from certain countries from entering the United States, yep. even if they have a valid visa or whatever yep so they've they've banned. Um, let's see, was it people from Libya, Sudan, Iraq, Iran, Yemen, Syria, and Somalia. But uh, I've, I've read other articles that supposedly say, well, they didn't ban any place that Trump or any of his companies do business. Mm-hmm. They didn't ban anyone coming from those predominantly Muslim countries.
0: Correct that's my understanding also
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um i saw an infographic unsubstantiated perhaps but it showed the um like the middle east countries that are predominantly muslim and how many like terrorist attacks or how many us lives were taken via terrorist attacks and all the seven that are banned it's like zero and like there's four or five more like saudi arabia or or something like that which is "Quote unquote allowable," like there's no there's no ban on them, uh, and that's like twenty four hundred. So like yeah, all the, the countries which actually did stuff are not banned.
2: Yeah, the Saudis are savages, and they those they are t- our allies. You know that. Yeah, but they're uh-huh. to, they're total savages. One hundred percent, they're savages. The way I lo- they treat I'm... their populace, the way oh, everything, yeah.
1: they're just they're a horrible gaggle of people. I love how they're they're our allies, but it's all they're out of money, man. They're, yeah, I don't know
2: That paper chase pep (laughs) They're almost out of oil,
0: I think They got like another, like maybe 20 years I hope they're out of oil God, I hope they are I think some of them are investing heavily in renewables, though
1: Yeah, we're gonna get all ours from what, fracking? (laughs) Yeah Fracking and uh, whatever the fuck else Drilling, drilling under schools or whatever it is we're doing now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Dakota Al- Al- Access Pipeline is going to pump oil straight into your fucking kindergartner's fucking classroom. It'll,
0: it'll come out of your tap.
2: That's, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It'll pretty come out much. of your tap. So the oil will flow so readily, it'll
0: come right out of your tap. Oh boy. Yeah. And the Brondo market will skyrocket. That's
1: right. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Didn't uh, our president just uh, clear, clear the way for the, the pipelines to be yeah he the did. work the work to resume. I, don't, I don't know if
2: it's going to work but um yeah there'll just be people out there fucking you know we'll see what happens what what he decides to do about the people fucking out there like rioting about it mm-hmm. yeah i'm I've,
0: sure i mean it's it's not like he signed it and it's done but there's also yeah. issues with that because all of that started so i mean there's blame issues so that whole thing started under um President Obama and you know in his final days or or before he uh before before he jumped ship but before he left office <laughs> he signed executive orders to like stop work on them basically full you know fully well knowing that when Trump comes back in he'll sign them you know back on so like he'll Trump will basically take the blame for the whole project and everyone won't Bingo. remember that Obama like started it
2: Bingo! Yeah, this is that was all legacy building, man. He yeah. knew that he knew that he's gonna get his whole shit's gonna get fucking butchered and chopped up when he left. So he just like raced out of there. <laughs> he just did a bunch of shit. He's like, "All right, see you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: I I uh, I I told him to stop. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But well, so, we'll see how that goes.
2: Yeah, but you, there's also two sides to that thing because I've heard. I I mean, and I don't know if this is a reliable source or not, but I've. I've heard that the whole thing is not actually anywhere near like the Indian the reservation and it's not it's not near any problem areas. And then also heard that it's like, oh, it could damage our water table, but it's like an if. It's like if this goes wrong, then it'll be a disaster. If it doesn't, then no one will ever know and it won't matter. Yeah, so, so I don't know.
0: What I understand about that is it's not on what was previously designated as like, you know, Indian protected lands, but during the construction someone found you know ruins or or a graveyard or skeletons or something like that that like if you guys say you're in Washington DC and they found it in like Rockville you're like oh this is we got to protect this land it's it's our ancestry but it wasn't previously like known or it wasn't part of part of the protected lands
1: mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, That's I, I, I don't know. Yeah, how isn't
1: much... that isn't that a law? What, like oh, we're 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 digging and we're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna build some new houses here and we're digging and oh, we find an ancient Indian burial ground. Mm-hmm. Isn't that isn't that protected by law or something?
0: I do not know.
1: Yeah, there was that movie where the little
2: girl was like sitting on the TV and stuff, and they were, they made a law about that called like Becky's Bill. The Ring. No. uh... Fucking what's it called?
0: Poltergeist. Stir poltergeist. of echoes?
2: No, polter poltergeist <laughs> This is the poltergeist bill.
0: Oh, Okay. Not the <laughs> not the Kevin Bacon bill.
2: No, 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 no. that's the one where you have to eat bacon. That's yeah. That that's being fulfilled every day.
0: Man, the first time I saw a Stir of Echoes, it scared the shit out of me.
2: Um, is that that's the one that's just like poltergeist, right? It's
0: like Kevin Bacon. I don't know if he lives in the house. It's been such a long time since I saw it. Um, maybe he's like investigating a murder or something and he, he, like the house is haunted by, you know, uh, uh, like a 10 year old girl or a teenage girl or something. And he finds, he starts like hammering through walls and finds her skeleton buried inside the house or something.
2: Jesus. It
0: scared the hell out of me. I mean, granted, I saw it when I was in my teens, I think. Um, so I was, I was easily frightened, but anyways, Mike, what do you have for us? What, what's the ruling? You're a legal expert. You're a you're a law guy. For James is a one? science guy. You're a law guy.
1: For which one? For bird law. Bird, bird law. Bird, bird law. Bird's the word. You know that.
2: I do the class,
0: Kelly and Associates. <laughs>
1: um, well, actually, I just looked it up, and there is a there is a act called the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act. GARP. Garpa, <laughs> Jesus, Nag, Nagrupata, Nagpra, <laughs> Nagpra. Oh
0: Jesus.
2: God! Okay, we're horrible. We're gonna hang. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> what does your mom say about that, Mike? Oh, she's she's against it. Get her in here. Let's hear. It. Does Let's she does saying. she
0: know about it? Since they don't talk about it on Law and Order <laughs> or QVC.
1: She's on facebook twenty four hours a day, okay, so.
2: <laughs> whoa shots fired, yo Call oh the my god.
1: Burn ward, oh baby. my God, she's like a regular person who watches t v and stuff <laughs> that's Call, okay you, you You could argue that my presses. dad doesn't know
0: anything if it's not on Fox News. You can argue that <laughs> Alt the presses oh God, oh boy, that's good stuff. Stop the presses <laughs> Yeah, okay. So I think Simpando. that wraps up the the news and comedy <laughs> section. Uh, we should we move into some uh, some audible talk?
1: Yeah, James, how about it? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do it.
0: Enthusiasm, the yeah. word of the week.
1: <laughs> let's do it.
2: So uh, I guess what's written here is Freakonomics. So I shall speak about it. Um, awesome book. There's two of them. There's Freakonomics, and there's, what's the second one called, Michael? It's just Freakonomics too. It's not it's not called. It. It's a Freakman something else, right? Super Freakonomics. Super economics, There you go. Yeah, um, really good. Return book. of the Freak. That's right. Return of the Freak. And this is a picture of a flaccid cock on the front of the book. Blech. Not economics at all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's an awesome book. Uh, if you haven't read it and you are, just dude. Uh, I haven't read that book in, like, years. You just I have put not it read there. it. I have not yeah. read
0: it. I don't remember why we were talking about it earlier, but Mike mentioned it when I mentioned something else.
1: Yes, you were talking about a Joe Rogan thing with a guy and something. Shane Smith? Global warming something.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll, <laughs> I was talking about, like, crazy kook ideas. Um, and apparently... I don't remember what my original point was, but I, but I'm watching a, a Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan Experience podcast, where he's interviewing Shane Smith, and uh, I think he did it yesterday. Shane Smith is the creator of Vice News, who's now doing other he's, he's investigative great. journalism. Yeah, H- uh, awesome. HBO. Yeah, awesome. And um, he went to Siberia to investigate some global warming and the melting of the permafrost because that's like the real threat, not necessarily cars or factories in China, but uh, the, the Siberian permafrost contains more carbon and methane. And methane is, as we all know, because we're science guys, methane is 20 times more damaging to the environment than uh, carbon dioxide in regards to uh, the greenhouse effect.
2: And it smells like farts.
0: It smells like farts, yep, because it's rotting biological material. Um, So the Siberian tundra contains more of those gases than the total emissions from the Industrial Revolution to today. So if that melts, the whole world is shit. Hmm. So anyway, I don't remember how that connected to Freakonomics, but that's a, a summary of how far I've gotten through the Joe Rogan podcast so far. It's very good. I will link it in the show notes.
2: Yeah, I'll have to check. I, I did see his, uh, so he has a he has a special, a Vice special on uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, of course they do. If you guys aren't watching Vice news on HBO, then I don't know. That's the news you should be watching. It's really good. Well,
1: not all um, of us are rich and famous and get the HBO channel.
2: Well, science guys, it pays to be a science guy. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's ten dollars a month. Go to HBO now. It's totally worth it. It's it's it's. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's worth it, but you know, you, <laughs> well, no, you get if you just want news. Like, let's just say you looked at HBO as it was a news network. Then Vice News, uh, they have their show on there, which is really good. And then last week tonight, which comes on three times or twice a year three quarters a year or something like that it comes on that's a really good show and then uh, i don't really like it but uh real real talk with bill maher but it, that's a super liberal leaning like that's for liberal cucks only and uh you know
0: real housewives of hbo with bill maher
2: yeah basically you know there's but, a vice channel right yeah but i can't figure out how to watch it without having cable So I've given up on it. And I sent them an email about it, too. And they sent me an automated email saying, thanks for your reply. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. And they never did. And I was like, how can you be vice news like a a popular news news, uh, a popular network for counter a popular counterculture network that's supposed to give like be supposed to be for people of a certain age, you know, and they don't have anything for cable cutters like I can't pay for their service. I can't I don't want to fucking watch. I don't want to get. HBO or, I mean, uh, not uh, Comcast or whatever it takes to get it. I don't want to do that. So I can't watch it, you know. So damn you, Steve Smith, whatever the fuck your name is. Shane Smith. Shane Smith. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, Vice is awesome. And last Week Tonight's great. We talked about that all the time. Um, anyway, back to what we were really talking about. Back to the most Freakonomics. Back to Freakonomics. So uh, I don't know why we're talking about this, but it's a really good book. I've read both of them. Uh, the two guys are Stephen Lewitt, Levitt, Stephen Levitt, and Stephen Dubner, Ph. The first one's a V, um, but anyway, they they do the uh, they do the uh, narration on the book, on both books, and they're awesome. I mean, the first book talks about like how the decrease in crime rate really had to do with the legalization of abortion twenty years earlier. Um, the, cre- the decrease of crime rate in the '80s—it's pretty phenomenal. Like the way you look at the numbers, like basically the books are like, "Look at math, and we'll show you the answer." You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really interesting, and it's totally worth um watching. If you watch the Freakonomics movie, they actually have a guy who talks about like crazy black people's names. Um, like we have a friend named Shaquana, you know, and her—I mean, obviously. The, that's her name, and I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. I'm just saying he talks about, like, why, what, what happened in a black, what happened in black America in, like, the late 60s and 70s that we kind of went to naming kids, stuff like that, you know, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I, I don't necessarily like naming people, stuff like that, but I, I get it. You know what I mean? But uh, it it talks all about that. It's very interesting, actually. So, so <clears throat> um, I would say. Take your time. Take the time. If you're interested in just pure facts without any political leanings, without anything, like that's a great show. That's like too too great. They have a podcast too, Freakonomics Radio Podcast, where I think Steven Dubner does the podcast. I don't think Lewitt is on the podcast all the time. I think he's on there sometimes, but um, it's a good... And they have another book called Think Like a Freak, which I have not listened to. So
0: I always assumed it had to do primarily with study and explanation of Things Economic, but that's just by the name. I, I really didn't know anything about it. Well, so they're, they're sort of like uh, explaining things more deeply than you would normally get about a whole bunch of different topics.
2: Yeah. So basically like the, the names thing was kind of like do what does it take to get a job? Sort of was one of the angles they looked at and they're like, Why do black people have trouble problems getting jobs? Is it in a name? Is it this? Is it that? And they kinda of talk about names and they talk about all kinds of stuff. And I mean, basically they look at the they look at the economics of all kinds of things. The economics is not just like, Oh, we have enough money to buy bread this week, you know, it's like all kinds of things. So, um there's I think in the second one, either the second one or the first one, they spend a lot of time talking about prostitutes. Mm-hmm. and one of the guys who work, either works for them or they know him, he did a study, like a multi-year study on prostitution. And and it was re- the stuff they... And I don't really remember what they came out of it with it. Shit. I should have more prostitutes in my life. You know what I mean? This is really good. Prostitutes are a good thing for the economy. You know? <laughs> or whatever it came, whatever came out of it. I don't remember what it was, but it was... I'm pretty sure it wasn't anything. It was something like prostitutes are a good thing, not a bad thing. Um... But uh, yeah, and the first one where they talk about uh, what they talk about in the first one, I just said it, not prostitutes. Oh, the Getting crime rate. No, the oh, crime, crime rate. rate. Yeah, basically they kind of said they compared they, they compared Romania that at the same year we pat we had Roe versus Wade, Romania banned they banned abortion. And they looked at the crime rate in Romania versus the crime rate in America. Twenty years later, twenty years later in the eighties, they were like, "Crime just dropped." And they and and it was such a it was such a revelation that they were like, "What happened to crime? Like, where'd it go?" And <clears throat> police departments were like, "Oh, better policing, more money, this, type and other thing." And they're kind of rattling off a whole bunch of different things. And these guys kind of posit, they say, "Look, nothing new's happened in crime prevention. There's no new technology. There's no new anything. There's no new techniques." Why is it that more money made the crime go down? And like it didn't. You know the reason crime dropped is because people who would have had children, without, um, who would have had children with with no money, without proper parenting and all these kind of things, now had another option. They had an abortion, mm-hmm. and it's a hard fact that nobody wants to look at. But if you look at life in a completely pragmatic way, you'll look at this and you'll be like. Yeah, if you're an asshole parent and you don't have a father and your you're, your kid's not going to have a father or a mother and you're going to raise him in a world where he has lives on welfare, the, the chances of him becoming a piece of shit rise astronomically. So right. if you don't have that kid and he doesn't become a piece of shit and he doesn't exist, then... Theoretically, the crime will probably show an improvement just based on the fact that that person doesn't exist. Now, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying abortion is good or bad. I'm just saying that this is the facts this is what happened. And they have the numbers to prove it. It's really interesting. It's its definitely two books worth listening to or worth reading, you know, um, if you're into it. <clears throat> yeah. Could it also be
0: somewhat like more people competing for fewer resources? Sure. Absolutely. You, yeah.
1: Um, and just, uh, just to bring it back to what we were talking about earlier, Evan, in one part of the book, um, they're talking about some things that are some innovations and they were talking about solutions to both, um, climate change or global warming, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And okay. Were, that's,
0: that was the relation.
1: Yeah. And then they were also talking about, um, a solution to, um,
0: Oh yeah. Hur- hurricanes. hurricanes
1: hurricanes yeah that's right so i and again unfortunately i don't remember which book it was in it was either freakonomics or super freakonomics i read or i listened to both of them um, if you like ted talks you'll love these books
0: i do like ted
2: talks yeah then you'll love these books sorry and, to you, and there is
1: a freakonomics movie you guys can check out too yeah mm-hmm. um which takes some of the topics from the first book and they made it into a movie Oh, they got
2: four books actually. It's Freakonomics, Super Freakonomics, Think Like a Freak, and How to When to Rob a Bank. <laughs> yeah, so totally, totally jumps like. Then they went to jail, you know. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, then I need to get caught up. Then as I'm. A, I'm only read the first two. Yeah, me too. That's
0: awesome. I'll, I'll. I will check those out as well because that's interesting to me. I liked mm-hmm. the um, the TED Talk before they got all full of themselves. So maybe that'll uh, appeal to me. Hmm. Well, all right. Cool. Well, thank you for the summary. If any of our listeners want to uh, check out that book, head over to audibletrial.com forward slash IO panel. You get a 30 day free membership and a free book of your choice. So check out Freakonomics. You can cancel it anytime time with uh, and maintain your account and book. So thank you, audible. All right. Moving on to some sci-fi.
2: Um uh, Mike saw wait one second um before you go on to the sci fi sure um something I should have said when the podcast first started, okay uh last week's on last week's show uh I had a little I went a little rant early on the show talking about a person I met online <laughs> are we going are we having
0: our first redaction
2: no. No, no, okay. no. Never that. Never that. Never never that. Never redact. Okay. He's like, this is real talk. You just own it. Okay. So anyway, I went on quite the ramble about a person I met online. And then I continued speaking to that person, not realizing I had rambled about them on the podcast. And I said, go listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you know about this, Michael. Evan probably does. Evan, I talked to Evan about it. But uh, yeah. So anyway, she's super cool about it. Um she likes the show so shout out to her but also I talked about a guy I used to work with who who I saw through her on Facebook and he sells adult toys he's running a business tender strokes toys I'm not trying to give him a shout out or a plug I feel bad I called him a pervert I bought my fair share of sex toys I have no problem owning my pervertitude, you know, so nothing perverted about that. I think he has all the plugs he needs, James. <laughs> oh, dude, where is the fucking dudes? That's looking great. Yeah, he does. He's got them. He's got them for sale. They're cheap, too. If you want to pick some up, guys, mm-hmm. Tender Strokes toys. Tell him, uh, I don't know. Is he, he told, in the sponsorship? Tell him I O panel sent you. <laughs> If you sign up now, tenderstrokes.toys.com/io panel, you get one free all with a dildo you attached. You get a four hundred four error. Yeah, you get a four. You totally will get a four, <laughs> four error. And you can fill yourself with that. No, okay, stop. All right. Anyway, let's continue. So, Daniel, sorry, dude. Appreciate what you're doing. I'll buy some fucking shit from you at some point. Um, send it to Michael's house. All right, let's go.
1: <laughs> Great. <laughs> He's so stoked! Great. All right, uh, sci-fi. Yes, sir. So I finally went to go see *Underworld: Blood Wars*.
0: I'm going to ask you to this move by, up on the microphone a little this bit, This past sir.
1: weekend. Like like this? Thank you. Does this is good. Oh, that's that's you, nice. Use your radio voice. Oh, I like that. Hey, how you doing? No. <laughs> okay. So, so went to go see the new *Underworld*. It's pretty much exactly how you think it would be. Um, what number is it? Like, like five. Eight? Five. Okay. Five, and it is the fourth one that stars Kate Beckinsale.
0: Very good. Is uh, that? Do you ahead. think that's the primary reason people watch it, or are they interested in the in the plot line?
2: Hmm, I'd say it's A little a bit, a bit of
0: both. Is does she spend most of the movie in? Latex? Uh, well, I think it's leather.
2: But, okay. You know, either way. Sh- shiny leather. Yeah. Or something. Does Scott Stapp come back to reprise his role <laughs> as Weird Vampire Number 8? What are you
1: talking about?
0: Weird Vampire Werewolf 1?
1: Yeah, exactly. There you go. I guess not.
0: Michael, the hybrid? Yeah. Looks exactly uh, like
1: Scott Stapp, yeah, the yeah, lead he's...
0: singer of Creed.
1: Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Um,
0: does he come back? He does.
1: No, there's a there's oh. a there's a lookalike there's a alike to him that's the bad guy in this movie. Uh, it's been, like
0: it's, is he is he Omar Epps and or Wesley Snipes?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, except not not because the first guy wasn't black and so this guy wasn't black either. But you know, whatever. Okay. But yeah, pretty much. I mean, he wasn't playing the same character, but he okay. he very much looked like him. I was like. This guy looks a lot like him. Like you fe- know, s- same haircut, same, you know.
2: Before I allow you to continue on because I'm just an interrupting piece of shit. Um it feels like they just dropped his storyline. Like I kind of thought there was going to be this running thing where they're going to have like some kind of mega vampire werewolf offshoot with her getting pregnant or something at some point. And it's like they just like got fed up with the whole storyline of him and they're like we're done with this. You know? And that I never understood. I know you're a big fan of this series, and I've watched it before, but I, and I've seen all of them up until now, but I just kind of thought, okay, you know. My favorite one was the one that everyone hated, the one she's not in that's all about the past. I thought that was the coolest one. I like that one a lot. I might have to, if I were to rewatch them,
0: um, I, that would probably be my favorite one, though I do like the first one when they sort of wake the elders.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool.
0: But other than that, I like the one <laughs> that shows the history.
1: Right. Right. Well, in in this movie, uh so in the last movie and then this movie also they they do kinda address the whole, you know what you were just talking about, James, with you know her stop. her and the guy <laughs> and then they have a they have a child and blah blah blah. With burn arms burn. Wide open. They, they talk about you know, they talk about all that. And this movie they finally fin- <laughs> they finally address it. It took forever. But they finally address it.
0: What's the story?
1: Well, I don't want to spoil it. So. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Dude. I'm not going to I'm not going to
0: watch it for yeah, like no another year.
1: Well, um So this so basically in this movie the whole plot is there you know the lycans and the werewolves are still at war. And the werewolves have grown strong again because they have this new leader, Marius. Quick
0: question. Jesus. Yes. How how far into the future or from the last movie does this take place? Is it like five years, 50 that's years, it.
1: immediately? No, that's, you know, probably five years or something. It's not okay. Oh. <clears throat> and of course, it's like in fucking Czechoslovakia or something, you know, you would on See, Bratislava I, I feel like if you're gonna yeah. do a
2: vampire movie let it go throughout time you know mm-hmm. like you have, this, you have these characters who can't die do something really cool with it start, start off in the 1800s and work your way up into like the future over, the, over five movies that'd be awesome Mm-hmm. with the same characters because people they are, like, all right, whatever, you know, they're vampires. They live forever. It makes the story feel big. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. I
0: mean, this one's definitely a money grab. I don't think they're too worried about being creative with the, uh, yeah, with the they legacy been, anymore. yeah,
2: they haven't done that in a long time. Actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This movie was kind of, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was okay. I mean, you know, good action and all that. So continued the story, which is nice, but uh, yeah, definitely not a great movie. Um, so basically it's just the vampires and the lycans are at war. The vampires are pretty much losing. And so and of course Kate Beckinsale is on is on the run. The vampires are after her, right? Mhm. And apparently the lycans are after her too because they want her daughter. Okay. They want her daughter because her daughter is you know the first the first of her kind cuz she's part you know, she's like, you know, all hybrid or whatever. Oh, she had a baby with Scott Stapp? Yeah.
2: I don't remember that happening.
1: Yeah, you, you didn't see the fourth movie, that's why.
2: Oh, there's a fourth one, okay.
1: Yeah. That one's Is really, that the one with that one's Frankenstein? A, that's a weird fucking movie. But. Is that the one Frankenstein, right? Frankenstein? Isn't Frankenstein one of them? Like, like the actual monster, or like, what What do you mean?
2: No, no, I. you know what I'm thinking of that movie I, Frankenstein. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that There's is. There's so. vampires
2: and werewolves in that movie. And I, was okay. thinking, I that was just, it. Basically filmed like in the same style, so I thought I, was thinking, I got the movie mixed up. Okay. Yeah, that was
1: a quality film. It Was great. I'm sure. <laughs> sounds See you, Michael. Sounds wonderful. I'm going to ask you about that one in a minute, but
3: <laughs> I'll tell you.
1: So, yeah. So they're looking for her. the The Lykins are looking for this girl because. They're like, if we get a hold of her blood, we'll be more powerful than ever. And blah, 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 all this shit, you know. Jesus. And uh, so everyone's looking for Kate Beckinsale, a.k.a. Celine. That's her name. And um, the vampires say, okay, we're in trouble. Let's, Let's get Celine back and have her train our troops. But it's really all set up and it's all bullshit, man. I mean, it's all just crazy. You know, of course, just like in the first movie, when the leader of the of the vampires is in the is in league with the leader of the lichens, mm-hmm. um, same kind of thing is going on here. Typical S- politicking, yeah. They'll good, never learn, pretty much. And of course, it's a you know, it ends up being a clusterfuck for everyone, and you know, people dying by the scores and. It's just, it's just utterly ridiculous. But of course, in the end, Celine is victorious, of course, against evil. Although it's so funny to, you know, we th- we think of the lichens as evil, but especially in this movie, they're very much pr- portrayed as the bad guys. But uh, you know, vampires have never been the good guys, really. To me, it seems like the exact
2: opposite. I've always viewed the lichens as the they have always been like they were oh we're slaves we're this we're that but the downtrodden like beast people that get treated like shit by the elitist vampires I always viewed it as the opposite it seems like it seems like it seems like the the like I don't know I always viewed the well no
1: you're right that's how they're they're portrayed but then especially in this movie the the lichens are the aggressors Okay. You know? they're they're hunting instead of the vampires hunting the lichens this one is the opposite. <laughs> the oh, lichens are hunting the vampires.
0: I always thought the lichens were the champion of uh, they they championed the human race, but vampires just needed to feed on us. So vampires are always the bad guys. The, most of the time, there's a couple of good ones.
2: Would you would you be a vampire?
0: I you know if I had the choice, I'm gonna expand on that. It, it, whether I could be a vampire or a werewolf between the two, if I had full control. Um, I would probably absolutely be a vampire because they're more badass,
2: dude. Mike, do lichens live forever? That's a question. That's a good question. I don't know.
1: Uh, like that uncontested. Is a, that is a good question. I don't. In know.
2: The, in that universe, they do because I, the character. Uh, yeah, I think so in that universe. Yeah.
1: Yes. Then I might um, be a lichen. But in other, in other things I've read, no, it doesn't seem like it. So.
0: Yeah, I want to live a long time. So, so whichever one gets me that,
1: yeah, I would be
2: I would be a vampire from their world, okay, uh, or I'd be a lichen from their world. The lichens are like fucking pretty badass beast, but the vampire I don't know something's just fucking cool about having fangs and sucking people's blood and stuff. Um, I mean, I already like to bite people and things like that, so that's like totally up my alley. Plus, in, you in don't forever, have to you don't have number. to
0: like keep wasting money on buying clothes every time you transform. 'Cause you bust, you ruin the clothes. Fucking <laughs> what kind of budget are you That's working true. with? That's true.
2: You're
1: right. Yeah, no, I I would I've always thought I would I would like to be a vampire if given the opportunity. Dude, um, what? but Evan, I remember we talked about this a long time ago and you said you said you would you would murder me if I <laughs> yeah, if I, I was a vampire. <laughs> I mean you and probably And I thought that was quite harsh.
0: I'm sorry. You know, I all, you're heavy handed. We're we're talking about a couple of things. I I have, I have a new player to add to this game and James was going to say something, but going back a couple of years talking about murdering each other. I told James (laughs) that if I ever had to kill him, I would probably do it by smashing his head in with a bat personally, because, because it's, it's personal. It's not like I take him out with a sniper rifle, leaving a lot (sighs) of questions like, I don't remember where my logic was at the point, but I did say that.
2: <sighs> Fucking dark. Fucking <laughs> dark. Wait, who are we talking about killing? I forgot me about that. Me killing James. He totally said that to me once. Yeah, this yeah. was like oh. eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about.
2: Up close and personal.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> it shows that I care.
2: He's like, no, it you know, doesn't. A, he's like a garrote.
4: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> So make sure your head comes clean off. Get the fuck out of here. What's your second? What's your third player?
0: Okay, Are you, did you want to say something before I add one?
2: Um, I was just gonna complain that whenever I ask people if they'd want to be a, if they'd want to be a vampire or live forever, they always say no. I don't want to live forever. What would you do? Oh, I don't know. And I'm, I always was very baffled by that. Why why wouldn't you want to live forever and be a vampire and fucking be, like, rich and cool and fucking bone random chicks and be like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, look at that. I'd be the fucking corniest vampire. I'd be like, buh, buh. <laughs> Do you like my cape? Yeah, I would wear a fucking cape. 100% <laughs> dude.
3: I would not give a shit. It'd be awesome.
0: Okay. So, would you rather be a vampire, a lichen, or a gargoyle from the Disney cartoon.
1: What? What the hell's a gargoyle? From the you never Disney watched cartoon? Gargoyles? I so granted,
0: you, you turn to stone during the day, and you're like a gargoyle on top of, you know, a, a huge office building. Is that like, like Azuzu? a Zuzu? Pazuzu, yes. Azuzu. Similar. It's
2: very similar. I thought it was Azuzu. But...
0: Pazuzu!
2: I don't know what that's even from. That's from Futurama. Know. That's oh, the yeah. Professor
0: Farnsworth. Uh, his... His right. gargoyle dragon character, whatever. Right, okay. yeah. Um, so, I mean, as a gargoyle, you turn to stone during the day. You are incredibly vulnerable, though. Because if the, if you get smashed while you're stone, you're dead. You never turn back into a gargoyle. But they have the added advantage of having wings, so they can actually fly.
2: Okay, so... At first, I would say in an unequivocal hell no, because they're hideous, and mm-hmm. they can you can't bone chicks if you're a big, fucking gross-looking dude. Yeah, there's, but, like, no
0: human form. You are a monster.
2: Yeah, but flying flight has kind of got me questioning that, because well, you
1: live forever, and you got the flight thing going on. Well, but if you're the right kind of vampire, you can turn into a bat, right?
0: Assume you can't turn into a bat. Yeah, and bats like, can't yeah. really—they don't cover too much ground, I guess— I no, guess they
1: but could, dude, but... Let me tell
2: you something. If you're a fucking vampire, dude, you just fucking... Have your fucking Renfield fucking... Call the G4, have it prepped on the... on the. I mean, come on, man. You're yeah. Yeah, gonna, apparently... If you're a
0: vampire, if you're immortal, it's gonna take you a couple of lifetimes to build up an incredible wealth. But from that point on, you do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, you're fucking yeah. money, dude. Yeah, apparently the, the vampires are always wealthy in these movies. I'm not sure what what that's all about. No, I mean, they've been around for a
2: long time. They made some smart investments. They have good you know. financial planners. Yeah,
1: exactly. I guess so. I mean can you imagine what centuries Wooten financial of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean none of them have jobs. Diversify your bonds, no. None of them have jobs, you know, other than like protecting the coven or whatever. So <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, you're it's like right. oh I'm going to I'm going into Kinkos tonight, you know? Like, no, you know, like Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Would
0: that no, be you're... a great parody if they sh- if you made a short film of like an office of lichens and vampire like coworkers? Dude, that'd be brilliant.
2: Isn't there a TV
1: show kinda like that?
2: Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a British show called Yeah. Uh, but it's not it's not like they don't leave normal lives, they get in a bunch of shenanigans. Like I'd like to watch a comedy well, about yeah. that. Like a normal, like a sitcom about a vampire And he works at a vampire office across the hall Is a lichen office And it's like, sup bro They meet in the hall, we like, sup bro He's like, <laughs> got those quarterlies, bitch He's like Acquisitions, motherfucker You know, or whatever, you know, like some kind of businessy thing But they're vampires and they're lichens And, you know, we're going out on the prowl tonight To howl at some bitches <laughs> You know, I'd love to watch that That'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> Let's and the vampire's like downtrodden, like he's just like a downtrodden dude. And his boss is like this really rich vampire, like everything you think a vampire would be, but he's a dick. And then it's like him and he's just downtrodden dude. She's like, man, fuck. You know, what if,
0: what if they do live in a class system where the movies are made about like the upper class of vampire, like the elite warriors and the ruling class. But there is actually like some office worker vampires that you never see and you're They're born into are. it and you have to do that for your entire existence?
2: That would fucking suck. I'd be out, dude. I'm not wasting everlasting life on fucking on office, okay? Pushing papers. I'm going to get my all you can eat on at the fucking I don't know. At an all you can eat.
1: Uh, at all you can eat, yeah. I'm going to now horn you're and like, horn. You're like a IT administrator, you know, you're a system dad. <laughs> that would suck. Oh. Hmm. So the TV show we were thinking of, James, but I guess it's not really that, but it's sort of that. It's called Being Human. Yeah, there you go. And apparently, there's a UK it's, version and yeah. a and a US version there's or or a North yeah. American version, whatever. I've seen them both. Are they any good?
2: Yes. Okay. the 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 US one, the US one has um, it's almost an identical ripoff, but they kind of divert in the second season. But the uh the, the US one's good. And the the UK one's really good. I, I like the UK one a lot actually. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth watching if you're into like vampires because it's like one guy's a vampire and he lives. He's like this dowdy, like pouty, like Twilightish vampire, and he can walk around in the daytime and stuff like that. Is that kind of vampires? Um, hey, and James, his boy. Can you
1: move your mic back a little bit? Oh sure, am I too loud? It's like popping or something. The
2: plosives.
1: Okay. When well, the papa da papa da papa da you know, it keeps on. I got my pop filter somewhere.
2: <laughs>
0: we'll, um, we'll implement that plan next week. All yeah. Right.
1: Fair enough. But uh yeah, so
2: the other guy is like a werewolf or something and he like scratches his girlfriend and gets her all fucked up so they're like living in the house together and they live with a ghost and they, you know i mean it's <laughs> i mean it's everything you think it is you know but it's it has this funny times and it's like sexy times as the ghost is hot so she like tries to bone the vampire guy it's weird it's is it like the
0: office me. with mythical characters
2: no because they're always getting to, sh- to really bad shenanigans like we killed all these kids, you know, it's like stuff like oh, that. okay. You know? But it, it's not funny. There are some funny moments, but it's not really funny. According but... to
1: the, the Wikipedia page for the U.K. one, the genre is supernatural and horror. For the U.S. one, they have supernatural, horror, and comedy drama.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah, so it covers everything? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
2: just about. It's, I mean, yeah, the, the U.K. Except one for, has some funny Except moments, for, you but... know
1: period piece or something. I don't know. Yeah. Historical. Hmm. All right. uh, Well, good. Okay. There you go. So, vampires it is, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: I think that's our consensus.
1: Yeah. Dude, anybody see True Blood?
0: Uh, I watched the first season and then kind of lost interest.
2: Uh, I, I watched almost all of it except for the last season. And, dude, True Blood, I'd be a True Blood vampire. Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, 100%, 100%, 100%, bro. Science. <laughs> um. Anyway. Science. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: So, okay. May I continue? Please do. Okay, so I put in here Penny Dreadful, just because I just finished it, and it kind of reminds me of what we've been talking about. That is, a, that is about uh, a gaggle of uh, a bunch of people. It's a period piece. that takes place in, like, the late 1800s, like 18... 18- like maybe like nineteen hundred 1900 or nineteen nineteen, some eighteen fifty, something like that. Um, like post Jack the Ripper, and basically you have, uh, I can't think of a really hot pale chick. I can't think of her name, but she's in it. Um, <laughs> is it the chick from Trouble? Eva Green? Is that Eva it? Green? Eva Green, she's, is that in it. she's in it. Yeah, yeah. Eva Green. So I, I, I am a fan. Yeah, she's 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 nice. I, I, you know, I give her a little how's your father. Um, and then Josh Hartnett, who I think he's a a, a young Brad Pitt in training. Really he's good, good guy. I mean, there's
0: potential. Yeah, I think he's not. a pretty good actor. Yeah,
2: he's I don't know he, about he, all he's, that. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's a, he's a really good actor. He sometimes a little pretentious, but I feel like you know, he could pretend to have a beer with you and enjoy it pretending, (laughs) but uh, he's a good guy. Uh, He's a good actor and he's really good in this thing. He plays a cowboy. Eva Green plays a a smarmy British chick. Um, No, a stoic British chick. She's like the Michael of British chicks. Um, And then there's an older British guy who's like Sir Malcolm McFancy pants. Who's like her. She's his ward. And (laughs) um, there's an African guy who doesn't say much of anything um, and then there's a guy who plays, uh, there's a guy who plays a doctor and a guy who plays uh whatever. So the funny thing is though, all the characters are like historical characters who you've heard of as far as like, um, Josh Hartnett's character is a werewolf and, uh, the doctor is, he's really good. This really this British guy, I don't know his name, but he's Dr. Frank, Victor Frankenstein and uh there's another guy who's a main character in the story, like kind of a subplot story character. He plays Dorian Gray, which is like dorian Gray's like this really weird horror character. you like is he real is he like where's he come from? Is he have stories? I've never heard of his movies. He just pops into different movies so dorian gray, and then i just that's a famous
1: this, book james I know just it's so famous enough.
2: i know it's a famous book, Michael, but it's not like there's ever been any any current fiction about it except for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. His character appeared there and, hmm. you know, but I've never seen a Dorian Gray movie. Is there a Dorian Gray movie? I don't know. Is a, there a very old one, yes. Yeah, so it's like, why would you even have current fiction about him? But they keep putting him in stuff because his characters, his story is really creepy as fuck. It's really weird. You know, hmm. but this guy does a great job playing that character. So, anyway, you got put it this way. The point I'm making is Dorian Gray is not on the level of Frankenstein. You know? True. Um, but he keeps reappearing in in current fiction. Anyway, so, uh, Dorian Gray, Frankenstein, and then there was a guy who plays Dr. Jekyll. Um, he's Dr. Frankenstein's buddy. And they bro out about stuff or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, Dr. Frankenstein in this thing, he's like young Frankenstein, sort of, but he's already made his monster. And it's honestly a brutal adventure of shenanigans and, uh, Sex, sexual miscreantry—that's <laughs> a two words you can put together. It's really good, though. Honestly, it's really good. Uh,
0: Who—who's the carrier? Is it think, Netflix, HBO, Showtime? Oh,
2: it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The whole thing's okay. on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I didn't put a link in there just because whenever I put Netflix links in, it just confuses everything. But um, you can look it up. It's on Netflix. It's very good. It's a. It's honestly. It's not funny at all, but. And the main characters, you know,
1: is uh, each episode like a like a standalone.
2: No, you oh, need to not... see the whole you need to see the whole season. Oh, OK. Um, but actually, each each episode has a sort of revolu- resolution, kind of. But it's all contributing to the main story. The main story is Eva Green's character is something's wrong with her. She's cursed. She's something. She's something. And. Every bad thing in the world is coming out of the woodwork to try to kill her. That's probably my only dislike about it. It has that constant trope of like the weak, pathetic woman who needs a bunch of dudes to save her. Um, and I wish it wasn't that, but that sort of works in this story because she's not weak and pathetic. But I just wish that she didn't. I wish the whole whole story wasn't about her needing to be saved, um, which is basically what it's about. But it's still good. It's very good. And it takes place in America and England and all kinds of all over the place. And there's a Native American in it. And it's just weird. It's good, though. Hmm. You know, okay. so yeah. I've heard and good it,
0: things about it. I've yeah. I've never seen an episode, but yeah, it's all. Um, are they it's into old. like season two or season three or something? No, like it's that?
2: finished. Season three and it's done. OK. It's, and and it has a nice, neat, a tiny, nice, neat bow on it. It's done. You know,
0: very good. All right. Uh, I think that completes our sci-fi section. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, Mike, did you want to mention anything about the Joe Rogan podcast with Gary Taubes? Taubes?
1: Yes. So you actually turned me on to this, Evan. So thank you for that.
0: You are quite welcome.
1: So we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, That was my Audible pick, the Gary Taubes book, The Case Against Sugar. Oh, and I've mentioned him in the past because he wrote the book "Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It," and so this all kind of ties in with the whole low carb or ketogenic diet and everything. Also, general health because oh yeah, sugar is Sh- sugar is pretty devil. bad for you. Sugar is the devil, and it should be feared. <laughs> Um, so on the Joe Rogan experience, which is, you know, his podcast, he had the author Gary Taubes on to talk about his new book and just to talk about the history of it and everything. And I mean, it's a pretty long show, but it's a very good show and they talk about a lot of interesting things and I definitely recommend everyone make some time, go check it out. Um, it is very interesting. Very interesting, and I even learned some things that I didn't from reading both books. Yeah, so Uh,
0: I I enjoy most of his podcasts, not not singling this one out, although it's very good. But they're long form, kind of like these are. Like they, there are certain things they talk about, but they also go off on tangents and you know have other discussions, which is something I like very much. Mm -hmm. And like Mike said, you you know, in those discussions, you can find out things that wouldn't be covered with just like a Q and a session.
1: Right. Exactly. So, so it was very interesting. you learn some things about the author himself. So you kind of get where he's coming from and it's pretty interesting.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, just, I recommend everyone check that out. Uh, we didn't really put it in here, but gentlemen, how, how are you guys doing with the, uh, the health, the wellness, the, the uh, eating. I am. The feeding, I should say. No. I
0: will say I am back, I'm back on track, back on um, low carb, high fat, keto style. Um, mm-hmm. I need to start working out more vigorously. Um, but as usual, as can be expected, I, I feel good. My mind works as well as I can hope, as, as well as I think it should. Um <laughs> okay. Pretty good energy. Um I'm sleeping well again for for a while, for like a 2 week period. I don't know if I told you guys, but I would like go to sleep after work. I work late shift, so I'll, I'll go to sleep at like midnight and then wake up at like 2 or 3 a.m. fully awake. Have mm. nothing can't go back to sleep, had nothing to do. Um went back to sleep by like 6 or 7 and then you know wake up a few hours later and just be exhausted. so that went on for like two weeks, but um, I'm pretty much back to normal now.
1: You think that was because of the switch back to keto or, um, or there was that before you switched to keto again?
0: That was, I mean, it was the, the positive change was right about the right, the, the same time. But um, mm. I, I can't, I can't say if that was the factor, but uh, it probably contributed but what do I know? I don't know why the fuck that happened for two weeks.
1: Something must have been weighing on your mind. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay, well, good. Are, yep. are you just making low carb, making better fat? choices? Yeah. So yeah. you're not you're not like just eating this 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 or that. You're.
0: No, my my diet and um, cooking habits are varied, but just generally making better choices, eliminating mm-hmm. uh, certain foods. I okay. do have some low-carb wraps, and I've had them in the past, and granted, like, they advertise their net carbs, which is total minus dietary fiber, mm-hmm. as, like, six or eight or something per wrap, and uh, they do taste pretty good, but um, I don't actually know if they are truly as low-carb as they are say they are because I think there is a difference between soluble and insoluble fiber and soluble fiber which is not a separate line on this certain you know tortilla or wrap um, can actually contribute to your whole carb count but um, I don't know I'm still going to eat them I don't I don't have like four per day or anything like you know I'll make a a turkey bacon lettuce tomato wrap mm-hmm. um, a couple what? times a week whoa, or something whoa, 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 Tur- yes whoa, whoa. turkey what? Turkey sliced deli turkey is my luncheon meat of choice. Fuck you. Fuck. Fucking.
1: God, you damn know, it. we still never got into that, right? God damn it. You're right. We didn't.
0: Well, we'll uh, that'll be part of episode 49.
1: Maybe we need to have a special episode.
0: That well for episode 49 is a special episode. <laughs> That's right.
1: Because it's the turkey episode.
0: It's sure it is.
1: The Turkey Conspiracy. How mm-hmm. America was duped.
0: <laughs> the most dangerous bird in the world. Oh gobble gobble bitches. That's
3: right. That's right. Oh,
0: there's
2: yeah. a there's a hilarious uh college humor or something has done a hilarious video about turkey about the about a turkey a turkey ninja who escapes from his cage and it's like it's like Turkey Two, the Thanksgiving Day Massacre, or something. And it's like a puppet. It's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to find it. It's fucking great.
0: It's like insult the comic dog, but it's a turkey puppet. Yeah, and it murders exactly. crowds of people.
2: Well, it murders this guy who's like trying to who his son. <laughs> it's like <laughs> crazy. It's crazy, dude.
1: Did we might have talked about this last week? But you guys mentioned it. You know, Triumph the Insult Comedy Dog. Did uh? Did we talk about? The, his he went he went down to the inauguration and he was interviewing people there.
2: We did yeah. not. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I saw something. Uh, was it chive? I saw that on.
1: I don't know. I think probably. I just, if I just Mike's saw it bringing on, it up. It was on the. It was. Uh, I don't know where I saw it. To be honest, but I I watched it on YouTube. I might have got a saw a link on Facebook, um, and it was part of the Conan O'Brien show that airs mm-hmm. on TBS, but. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny, actually. So anyone listening, if you've never seen Triumph, he's hilarious and definitely check out that that clip. It's about a seven minute thing. It's pretty hilarious.
0: I'm sure our listeners would appreciate if you added it to the show notes.
1: I'll see what I can do. Thank you. I'll see what I can do. Evan.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate that as a personal favor. I appreciate that. <laughs> Spooky
1: guy. All right. So James. Hmm. Your turn in the hot seat. What's up? <laughs> He's a <like>, what's up? <laughs> well, uh, how's the uh the health, the healthy living, the healthy lifestyle, the, the better oh, choices going?
2: <sighs> Fucking not doing great.
1: <laughs> oh, you sound like me at the beginning of the show.
2: You're not doing great. Uh <laughs> Now how the tables
1: have turned. That's, That's right. right. That's, That's right.
2: right. Yeah. Um. No, man. I, I actually no. Last week. Uh... He's like, last week
1: I did eat good for one meal. It was.
2: <laughs> no, last week I was broke, so I had I made I made soup, and uh, in the crock pot, and it actually worked out
1: pretty did well. You wor- did you make it with old socks?
2: No, I made it with <laughs> turkey. Here, your favorite for favorite. No, thing. you didn't. I did. I totally did.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Actually, dude, I got a great video. Of that. I'll send it to you. It's the turkey falling off the bone. I, I saw that, actually. Yeah. yeah Insta Snap. Um, mm-hmm. Did you use the turkey Snapgram. bones to make
0: turkey stocks?
2: Uh, no, snapbook. I, sh- I should have kept the bones. I didn't keep the bones. Yeah. I threw them away. I didn't know what to do with them. I thought to myself, I said, I should do something with these bones, but I didn't know what to do with them. But the the meat fell right off, and so I made a turkey soup out of that with some of the fruit with a bunch of the frozen vegetables and the turkey, and it came out really well. Matter of fact, uh, I got a compliment at work. Someone saw it in the refrigerator, and I had it in one of those things that wonton soup comes in. So he saw it in the refrigerator. He said he came to me. He said, "What are you eating?" And I said, <laughs> "Some soup I made at home." He's like, "Wow, I thought that was hot and sour soup," and he walked away. <laughs> That was a compliment. If, if like,
0: your okay. if your turkey soup looks like Chinese hot and sour soup,
2: <laughs> yeah, what's going on? You're not living right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why he said that. I mean, I, I guess. Oh no, because I had hot sauce on top and maybe made the color look weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I like my soup spicy. So I made soup and I, I had it so all as we had soup. Um, I made some more tonight out of. Uh, Oh, well, this is kind of kind of just what was in the refrigerator. <laughs> it was like, hot dogs. <laughs> Making Some an egg hot, soup. Some hot dogs in there. <laughs> no egg. Hot dogs. Chicken hot stock. Hot dogs, mushrooms, and... Broccoli uh,
0: stems.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, hot
2: Come dogs? On.
1: You said hot dogs and mushrooms? Is that what you said? <laughs> and turkey? <laughs>
2: No turkey, no turkey. Um, so I this, know is long, any, this is a different thing. Yeah, this is just like a bunch of stuff. I didn't want to, I didn't feel like, I don't want to, I didn't want to spend any money today unnecessarily. So I was like, I'm going to save some money. So I'm going to just make what I, suit that in the refrigerator. And in my brain, I had this idea of something really, some really glamorous, you know, egalitarian, wonderful meal. And it just turned out to be just a, a sad did you, mess. Did you
1: say egalitarian? Yeah, did I use that word right? I think I did. I don't think so. I don't know. Did
0: you mean to? Did you mean to say regal?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I are they the some... are
2: they synonyms? No, they're not.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's more like you're calling your meal like very equal, like
0: <laughs> equally depressing to the mind and the palate.
1: Or or your meal is is very much for. For the equality of everyone, which doesn't really make any sense. So.
2: It's the people's
1: meal. <laughs> yes, yeah, the people's meal exactly. The
2: sad, sad Russian people from 1953 eat this slop. Yeah, it's like here's here's something on the you go to the soup line and the bread line. Um, Wait, yeah. so, what, so what was in this again? It's a bunch. It was a bunch of vegetables. I had for, I, have, I have like four bags of frozen vegetables, like massive bags. So. Um, I had frozen vegetables in there and mushrooms, and I put that to boil in early, and I put the hot dogs in there. Um, How many hot dogs? Well, like four hot dogs. Just cut them up and threw them in there. Were the hot dogs still good? Yeah, they were fine, but they were they were just been sitting in the refrigerator. I've been eating them, so I was like, I need to get rid of these. And I, I'll, tomorrow I'll go to the grocery store, I'll have real food in the house. But today I was just like being lazy. I didn't want to go anywhere, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to spend the money. I'm saving my money. So
1: And you, you boiled all this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look did you put salt in the water or, uh, or anything I didn't put any
2: salt I put some uh, oh boy he'll
0: just let the nitrites from the hot dogs leach into the other food season it right so, up
2: so I did put some uh, uh, I don't want it well, anyway. cumin no no cumin I'm out of cumin Uh
1: is that what cumin you put out. in? Put on everything. I love did cumin, you Did man. you put
0: in a whole packet of uh, Hidden Valley Ranch powder?
1: Oh no! <laughs>
2: Jesus oh. you, God. You You don't really. You actually. You kind of understand me. Whether you know though, because a lot of Onion times I look at my refrigerator mix? and I'm like, What can I just pour in here? <laughs> I'm like, Let's see how this will taste. <laughs> He's like a, some mustard. He's like hey, hey, now three here's olives. The here's the thing: I can cook. Okay, I can cook. I've cooked many times. I can cook. But when I don't have the material to cook and I'm just like, I don't feel like going and buying like, you know, one lemon, then I'll just throw a bunch of slop together and I, I'll just be like, <laughs> whatever. And I'll just eat it. You know, I'm like, nah, this, is, this is how I'm living. You know, <laughs> it's just for me. And I'll eat it. I don't care. It's hot, spicy, whatever. Gets the job done.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's That was the point of uh, spices and making things spicy. Yeah, but dude, you know me. I'm a soilin' guy. I'm the guy who
2: just like food. Food's inconvenient, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. We need to step up your meal prep
2: game. Yeah, sometimes I'm feeling like it, and sometimes I'm not. So I got one more. I got one more thing of that uh, soup in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> so I got. I'll just Let, leave it. They'll take that. To that's work the tomorrow. one that's hot dogs
0: and, and mushrooms. Yes, yes. We we have yet to find out the okay. the Michael, secret so ingredients.
2: Fuck you, Michael. <laughs>
0: Anything you didn't. To ma- you me did mention, James. You didn't mention the secret ingredient that you were embarrassed to say.
1: <sighs> Soy sauce. <laughs> oh. Soy sauce. Jesus I mean, Christ!
2: A, I wanted some flavor. <laughs> it, it didn't do anything, though. It, it didn't do a thing.
1: <laughs> you 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 put that in while it was boiling. Jesus,
0: oh my God! Oh, it's rough. like a few dashes,
1: or like oh, half a
0: cup, a packet. Just so oh, I a pack packet. It. Okay, a packet. Yeah. That's, okay.
3: No.
1: Yeah, I thought he meant like a lot. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: no. Just a packet. Like
0: Bottle six, of soy sauce, cup of stock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. My so God. okay.
0: At least you didn't put in like a pack of sweet and sour sauce.
2: No, 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 no. That crossed my mind though, but I didn't.
0: So I'll save this for the uh, for the bone broth.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I'm still trying to figure out what to do with that sweet and sour sauce. So I'll figure something to dump it into.
0: You can throw it away. Mm, no, it's a <laughs> no. T- tempting
2: option. <laughs> no, hmm,
0: hadn't thought about that before.
2: And that probably will happen. Normally, what happens to, to sweet and sour sauce in my house? It sits in the drawer until it turns like a weird color. Yeah. Then I'm moving out, and that's when I rediscover it, and then I throw it away. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, it's not very uh, you know, if you if you want to get with the program here, then you can't can't have that. I have a I have a jar, I have a bowl actually
2: of uh, a, not a bowl, a, I have a, a a drawer in my kitchen filled with undesirable MRE leavings. <laughs> so, ah, well, <laughs> make nice. a soup out of those. Yeah. Just dump all that and <laughs> make a fucking mess <laughs> and boil it up. <laughs> Good God.
0: Oh. You
1: might as well have boiled the taco. Jeez. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> I knew when you said, you said, and you boil all this? I was <laughs> like,
0: oh. Nope. Put it in a blender, drink it down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why would you boil it though? That's what I don't get.
2: it's soup, man. I got gotta soften those mushrooms up, and those vegetables are all frozen, man. I gotta fuck whatever. Enough, enough about my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's next?
0: Uh, next? Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, no, we're not. We're we're staying on this. Okay. No, no, no. no. We'll get we'll get James. we'll, We'll get him. We'll get him straightened out, folks. Don't worry. Oh, James, if your mom could hear you now,
2: huh? Oh, boy, I tell you. <laughs>
0: we should do an episode where we have all of our moms on.
1: And that'd be great. That'd be interesting as hell. Yeah,
2: yep. it would. <laughs> we'll make that Mother's Day. Mother's Day is on Sunday. We'll do Mother's Day episode. That'd be good.
1: That'd be. A, that's actually a good idea.
2: Yeah.
0: We'll mark that down. <clears throat> okay. Moving on to the extra section. I had a few things I wanted to mention. Uh, James, this first one is for you. Um, So as we may or may not be aware, Japan invaded China in the early to mid-1900s, 1937. And um, as the Japanese are natural competitors, two soldiers made a challenge to each other. Who could get 100 sword kills first? So when they, they went off to battle and when they came back together, their numbers were 105 and 106. They're like, fuck. How do we know who got there first? You could just call it a draw, but what they did was say, okay, let's start over, but we'll make it 150 this time. So I, th- the article doesn't really talk about any clear winner. Um, I just thought the competition was pretty insane, and um, one of the one of the soldiers was quoted. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, saying, "I'm happy we both got 100 kills." But I damaged my sword on some guy's helmet while I was cleaving him in two.
2: So here's the thing about the Japanese. I've heard of this. I've heard this before. I've heard about this contest before. And people, I think it's like a very well buried history that they like invaded and almost like fucking conquered China. Like the Chinese are fucking brutal bastards. I mean, Japanese are brutal bastards. Like we know China today. We're like, oh, China, you know they're horrible. You know, but. Dude, they were fucking totally brutalized. that's why everybody hates that's why all those countries over there hate hate Japan. Koreans hate Japan. China hates Japan because China because Japanese like spent all of like the early early earlier part of the nineteen hundreds like whipping their fucking fat Japanese cocks out and flapping across everybody on Asia's head and being like, You're less than us, you're less than us, you're less than us, you're less than us. Yeah. You know.
0: Oh I mean the Japanese are probably one of the most racist cultures overall oh. in the last you know 100 years
2: <laughs> With, without a doubt for sure without a doubt
0: yeah I know of a personal experience where one of my friends uh wives they went to a Japanese restaurant and they found out the chef was Korean so they left well,
2: yeah I mean that's that's a mild case. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mild. I mean, you go to go to go to China, go to Japan, and see what's up.
1: You know, i was, I, I was gonna say you could argue they just wanted authentic Japanese. And, yeah, but and they, they didn't they, think a Korean or whatever could yeah. supply it. You know. Uh huh. But yeah. um, you
2: know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't I don't think I, I I'm not saying all Japanese people are racist, but they are very racist. They're very classist and very they believe that they are compared to the other race well, not say they believe now but they believed then it's then in the their other, history it's in their history that they were the like the the top tier of asian races and the thing is if you trace it all the way back china people japan everyone from china, japan came from china you know so it's just i don't know it's, it's and we pretty, all came
1: from africa yeah trying to bury their
2: past i mean uh, with swords uh, as a, as anything it's like the convenient past which one do I want to take you know I think yeah. I, I gotta say Japanese culture is probably the coolest one of the coolest cultures you'll find next to probably for me Russian Ru- no actually it's probably Japanese British and Russian are the three coolest cultures to me in order of like importance as far as like what they'll I would do. argue
1: that the American culture is the coolest
2: ours is the most boring I don't think so I think it
1: is like I mean, like we got a lot going on over here.
2: I think I think America's awesome. There's not I'm not saying America's not awesome. I'm just saying our culture is like Walmart fucking whatever, you know, bullshit whatever. Like in Japan, if you tip somebody, I've said this before, but if you tip somebody, they will fucking chase you down the street to give you the money back because they're like, "Why are you tipping me for doing my job?" That's how they think. Like they're just better. They're good people when it comes to like how to now that's a that's a to their detriment. Right. You know, it's like, oh, the whole is more important than just me, which is a good way to think. I wish more Americans thought that way. But you have to find balance. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm I'm not important. Like you have to find you know, you get to find balance. And I think in Japan, they don't have the balance. But still, we need a little more of that here, you know, unless mm-hmm. thinking of yourself and thinking of others would be great, and I kind of respect that, and the fact that these guys, like, running around with swords, like, cutting people up, I mean, yeah, it's fucking gang, it's fucking crazy, it's gangsters hell, and this is, like, they post this in the newspaper, like, yeah, this is perfectly fucking awesome, this is cool, but, you know, Japanese the sword is a serious thing, you know, I mean, the fucking Yakuza hit, uh, and their whole, the, the, you know, the, the the mafia and all their shit and their whole, like, system of honor and everything else they have there. And I saw a great article, actually, a, a video by Vice called, it was The Fall of the Bozozuku, I think it's called. And that's a Japanese motorcycle gang. And we talked about that, I think we talked about it last week. But, dude, it's a great video. And they, they're talking about it, like, all the shit that they used to get up to back in the day and stuff like that and you know, they're like, "Oh, my elder brother," blah, blah blah. Like it's just the way they talk about each other and stuff. It's like the the respect, even for criminals, is there. Here it's like, man, we don't we barely respect like anybody like walking down the street. Like, fuck you, you're not a person. You know, what I mean, we're so I don't know, whatever. I'm I'm on a rant, right?
0: Um, well, oh, go ahead, Evan, to answer your your question, Mike. Yes, I can if you uh, send me a link.
1: Okay. Um. I would I would love for you to play something it doesn't have to be right this second. <clears throat> okay. Um oops. I think I broke that. There we go. Um i am only saying this because I said America's the greatest. <laughs> and I yep. was I was half kidding, but I'm also half serious because just because we have such a mix of all different things here.
0: Mm, true. Well, I and mean I, we're I we're pretty young. Pretty cool. Our culture
1: is freedom. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I want you to play this this clip so you'll Is this the Tim Robbins? Not Tim
0: Robbins. Uh Yeah. Jeff Daniels? Yeah.
1: I thought it was We played that we we've,
0: we've linked to that before in a much earlier show. I don't know if we've ever played it though. No. But I mean, it's,
2: it's from Independence Day?
0: No. No, it's from the newsroom. It's like the opening scene. He's like America oh, used to be yeah. great. We're like 25th in education, number one in infant mortality, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah, yeah.
0: If you want, I can play it, but we have talked about it before. So I I will cue this up. Okay.
1: Yeah, just because it's kind of apropos to what we're talking about, that's all.
2: Yeah. Um, It's true, though. That's the problem.
0: Okay, I'll play that in a second. Um, the okay. next story also is for James. Uh, just a quick mention. There's, there's apparently a castle in some unpronounceable country. Um, let's see that has a history of raising bears and, uh, the, the moat around <laughs> the castle, I guess, usually filled with either water or maybe some alligators or something. I'm just guessing they're like, fuck that. We're going to fill our moat with bears. No. Yeah. So, I mean, it it became just, like, sort of an exhibit in more recent times. But, uh, yeah, they started putting bears in the moat in, like, the mid-1700s. So, I I mean, the article isn't super interesting, but just the the idea was amusing to me, so I put it in there.
2: I feel like this is, like, I feel like one of my ancestors did this. This is, like, something I would do. (laughs) (coughs) Like, I'll be honest with you, I've never understood the moat. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, just get a ladder or a nice piece of wood and you'll go across. Like, what's, like, what is the moat going to do? It's, like, full of water. It's like, oh, I'll go for it. Thanks for offering me a nice swim. You know? Yeah. Like, that it needs to be filled with acid <laughs> or, or bears, you know?
0: <laughs> it could have been filled with, like, a, a, like, poisonous snakes or something, but that would probably be dangerous to the residents of the castle. But, I mean, when we think about moats, we probably think of, like, a 10 or 15-foot ditch. Maybe they were huge. Yeah, so like it was probably. not it, it was not easy to cross without the drawbridge or some kind of bridge. Um, but anyway, it's pretty dangerous. I just thought it was funny that if it was like, I filled it with bears.
1: Yeah, that's good. I like that. If this if this thing is correct, Evan, then it's the Czech Republic.
0: Czech Republic, okay.
1: Well, .dot cz is the Czech Republic.
0: You and your logic.
1: So, well, I looked it up. Yeah.
0: Oh, thanks. Uh, okay, the next thing and my the final thing I want to talk about is actually Ooh. was an Indiegogo campaign. Um, they raised their funds by – they got their funding by 17,380%. So it's a new type of beehive, which was very interesting to me. I'm not a beekeeper, but I appreciate what they do. Honey is delicious. And traditionally, um, you harvest the honey by basically destroying the hive you to take out all the slats, cut it up, um, get rid of the wax. So, what this design does, it's a pre-assembled beehive with the uh, the chambers already shaped into the you know whatever uh, like hexagon shapes the bees create naturally. But it's made of like silicone or some some sort of um, artificial material. And what happens is when it's ready for harvest time, you insert this little tool and like twist or pull down uh, section by section. And what it does is like, if you guys look at the camera for a second mm-hmm. or, or the video, say it's got the hexagon shape like this and it's the honey's all in there. What it does is dislocate it to be like that. So the honey drains out through a faucet. Hmm. And then when it's all out, you put it back like that. It doesn't destroy the hive. It's it's what I like. It's a, a genius way of rethinking a problem.
2: Yeah, so that's why I put it in here. This nice. is—I've seen this before actually, and I was trying to figure out what it was called. Um, but yeah, this is this is really cool. Yeah, I've, yeah, this is, this is this thing's cool. Excellent. It almost makes you feel like I could—like you watch this, you're like, I could have bees. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 like you know, that's why they're like at seventeen hundred percent or whatever, because yeah. people who like live in apartments and never been outside before, like, I, I could I could have honey in my house any time. I, yeah. I think I'm gonna do this.
1: Well, as you know, I do not approve. Of that, but of bees? Well, or beekeeping honey. or honey. <laughs> of beekeeping and bees in general. But <laughs> but I do approve of the honey that is produced. So okay. conundrum. You know? Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> but I will leave that to others. You know. I will not I will not be ordering one of these devices. I,
2: I will purchase the honey and laugh yes. as
1: I drink it. Hey, look look at the people in the picture. You know these people all love bees.
2: Look at yeah. them. Anyways,
1: I, I mean, yeah, this and, you probably... know, the fact that they have to be in a level five biohazard suit to, to work on the, <laughs> the beehive doesn't
2: uh... with, a, with a, a gun pumping out steam or
1: whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Look, man, if you
0: if you don't bother the bees, they don't bother you. And by bother, I mean, don't like smoke bomb them.
1: Yeah, well, that's exactly what they do, I guess. Right. Traditionally. Well, yeah, traditionally. But uh, yeah, like you said, this thing is a little little better. So, yeah. So cool, all right, yep, so I can play the uh, the newsroom clip
0: if you would like. Should I play it in its entirety? Um, it's about well, five
1: minutes yeah I mean let's let's at least get a couple minutes of it. All right, we'll let's see how this'll we'll see how we feel.
2: My name is Jenny. I'm a sophomore, and this is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less what <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world?
3: Diversity and opportunity.
4: Lewis? Uh, Freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Will? The New York Jets. (laughs) No, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. What makes America the greatest country in the world? Well, Lewis and Sharon said it, diversity and opportunity, and freedom and freedom. I'm not letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. Well, our Constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. The Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. You don't look satisfied. One's a set of laws, and the other's a declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is it not the greatest country in the world? Professor, that's my answer. You're saying yes. Let's talk about fine. Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of our paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose a so goddamn always? Hey! And with a straight face, you're gonna tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So, 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know, and one of them is...
0: And I saw the speech. I was like, "Yo, you guys gotta, gotta watch the newsroom."
2: Yeah, the newsroom was a great show. Um, uh, snorkin? Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's a, yeah, it's, it's one of his. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. People complain about him and like, "Oh yeah, Snorkin's a piece of shit," you know. And all, Sorkin. Sorkin, Sorkin. Yeah, there you go, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, I mean, is, he's pretentious and his shows are pretentious or whatever. But I would say that he's pri- it's the the news the, the newsroom was good. It, it took like like I listen, every time I listen to that clip I think there's no way people would let him have that many pauses there's no way people wouldn't be like going fucking out of their minds it's like we're not the best country people are like, oh my god miracle and i would be like nuts so um it's nice that a TV show can show us that bit of humanity um but it's probably not realistic it would never have be able to happen and it's sad because you know it it was
0: also it's worth mentioning they were at a college um, I think they talked about that in the clip, but it was created at a time when there were only two genders, if that's worth anything.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, Evan. You're <laughs> not going <laughs> to go down this path. Are we? You're <laughs> on it. You are just on just it. pointing
0: it out, it was uh, a number of years ago when I guess people weren't so sensitive or something, but yeah. good, it's a good clip. <laughs>
2: you're on it today, boy. Yeah, it is a good clip, though. But yeah, you're right.
3: All
1: right, so uh, I I put in the uh, clip or the the link to the clip from the triumph triumph going to the inauguration. So if anyone wants to check that out, by uh, all hey, means,
2: dude. Did you guys see the pictures of the inauguration? The, the the comparison between his 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 and Obama's last inauguration. Oh yeah, it was like nobody was there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, those photos
0: were apparently quite cherry picked. But overall, probably representative. And what we talked about last week—the the metro ridership—they're like you're the metro ridership that has been attributed to your inauguration does not even meet a normal workday. Mm-hmm. So there's some there's some substance to that
2: also. Well, alternate facts.
1: Alt. Sorry, alternate and, facts. Well, we talked about this last week that the you know yeah. Mike Pence and also the president himself both talked about this last Saturday, and basically. Basically lied because they're like, "Oh yeah, a lot of people were there. It was great. It's terrible that the media is distorting things, and this and that." It's like, no, bro, you know this. This is this is real life.
2: Now, so so let's analyze that real quick. Well, the consequences let's, you take to the grave. No. Let's right. okay. Look, assuming. Can you move
0: a little closer to the mic, please?
2: Oh, sorry. Thank um, I was like way back. Somewhere. Okay, <laughs> so assuming that he, uh, you know that nobody that people didn't show up and it's true where were the trump fans because he a lot of people like him so where were they not they, in washington I, dc they just don't so is it is it fair to assume that really the people who go to inaugurations are locals oh for sure okay
0: i i mean i'm sure there are people who would like fly in for that but i i don't know probably I don't not know a single people. person who would
2: Yeah, I don't know
1: anybody who would either. I don't know anybody who even cared. I mean, it's it's not even a day off unless you work in the immediate Washington, D.C. area and you work for the federal government. Right. Otherwise, it's not a day off. Everyone's still at work. Right, right, right. Like I was off because, but it's only, we got an email that said basically if you work in D.C., Montgomery County, Prince George's County, and two places in Virginia, like, you know, Fairfax and Arlington or whatever it was, then you're off. Other than that, no one's off. You know, so I know you yeah, weren't off, I, James.
2: Right? No, I wasn't off. Yeah, and Evan, you weren't
1: off. Correct. <clears throat> so there you go. So yeah, what do you need to take time off and go to the go to the thing? So yeah, I mean, it, it could. You're right, James. It could just be a be a result of the fact that Trump supporters aren't here. They're elsewhere. Yeah, we're
2: just uh, this is a very liberal area, but. I guess all the people who wanted to come from Virginia and take their day off, who didn't get who did, who had to take a PTO or whatever to go, mm-hmm. they went. And right. the, the seven people who live in D.C. who were Republicans, they went. And the few hundred from Montgomery County and surrounding areas, they went. And that was it. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, I whatever, you know, he I know people like him, so I, I don't know if it's. You know it's not fair. it's like it's like if you're on the moon and you say, "No one came to my fucking birthday party, well, you live in the fucking moon, yeah, so that's why nobody came. you know I sent out millions
0: going. of invitations, yeah, mm. sorry, sorry, you were two hundred and fifty million miles away,
2: yeah, basically,
1: although you could compare that also to the the events of the next day, although that is a Saturday, well, more yeah, more it's a Saturday,
2: it's a Saturday, and I mean, I'll be honest with you, if I had to compare things to be worked up about, the people on Saturday had more to be more to be upset about than people. It's it's easier to come out for something you're angry about than it is to come out for something you're happy about. Right. You know, I mean, they the Trump supporters have already won the battle. What are they going to come to the fucking party for?
1: Mm -hmm. True. Very true. Okay.
3: but
2: yeah.
0: James, did you want to talk about the things you have in the uh, extra oh,
2: I've got a bunch of stuff in the extras, a bunch. Um, okay, so I'm going to jump around here. First thing is Bubble.is. Did I mention this to you guys?
1: Nope. No.
2: Okay, so <laughs> Bubble.is is a website that helps you make apps if you can't code. And it's actually very deep. There's a lot, of, lot to it. It's actually really good. So definitely worth checking out Bubble.IS. If you've always wanted to make an app and you have a little bit of patience and a little bit of time to watch, they have your training videos on everything, then you, with Bubble.IS, you can make an app. I mean, it can do just about everything you need to do to make an app. It has tons of plugins. I emailed them because I was like, I kind of want to make something that works with Active Directory, and they were like, well, we don't support Active Directory yet, but if you expose your app to OAuth 2, then it'll work, yada, yada, yada. I haven't figured out what they're talking about or what OAuth 2 is, but I figured I mentioned it because it makes you sound like a pro. <laughs> so, um, but <clears throat> um, at any rate, it can do all kinds of stuff. So, and they're very responsive. If you can't, if you can't get help, then just shoot them on Twitter, and that's a great way to get get a hold of them. That's what I've been doing. So, yeah, definitely check out Bubble Diet IS. um It speaks for itself. Go look at it. I'm not going to talk about any more. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about these other things here because I'm really excited about these things. So, a couple things: new HBO show the young Pope. Okay. You know how when you watch a show about like a fish out of water, like King Ralph or um, guy who doesn't know anything about this thing comes into this world and he revolutionizes it because he looks at it from a new light and everybody's against him. But in the end, they're all happy. That's kind of what I thought the young Pope was. It's not that at all. It's not that at all. It's fucking crazy, and I knew it'd be crazy because it's on HBO. But it's not what I thought it'd be. It, basically, the young pope is like Jude Law's character is the youngest cardinal in America, and due to due to a bunch of unfore- <laughs> due to yeah. due to a bunch of unforeseen events, he becomes the pope. Um, not really a bunch the, of unforeseen the designated people. survivor. No, no, no. Um, he's voted in by the by the group of cardinals or whatever, but he, uh, he wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't expecting him to become Pope, but somehow he became Pope and it's kind of, they're kind of through the, through the story, as you watch them, it's kind of implied that God is backing him. So like the, like the, the Pope, the secretary of state of the Vatican um, is like, he manages that election process. And he was like, no, we weren't going to vote for you. Uh, we were going to vote for your the guy who taught you, but somehow you won anyway. And they, he's like, he says, I think God breathed. That's what he says. I guess they call it that. I don't know. He's like, we think God breathed, and that's why you won. And then a couple other times things happen, like when he says his – dude, his homily, his first thing is crazy. It's I'm sure there's clips of it on YouTube. It's fucking insane. Like if, if a Catholic watched it, they'd shit their p- pants. You know, they fucking cry tears of blood, not because it's so inspirational and makes you love Jesus, but because it's like it's like God's going to burn this earth to the ground. You're going to cry tears of soot. I mean, it's fucking nuts vindication. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's like a crazy ass. It's not what I expected. So watching it is almost painful, but it's the kind of painful you're like, I kind of want to see more of that Um, because it's weird like he's a fire and brimstone his his po- his pope name is Pius the 13th and if you know about anything about Pius or or the pre- previous popes any pope named Pius is supposed to be like a big douche nozzle and a like a maniac like a total maniac um like a very hyper conservative maniac and that's what he is he's hyper conservative he's like get rid of all the Get rid of all the all the um, homosexual priests, You know we're gonna fry these motherfuckers. Like he's like hardcore. And I guess in a Trump, in a world where Donald Trump can be president, they can have a pope. They can have a TV pope like this. And it's hardcore. Like you don't think he's not a good guy. He's a bad guy. And you're like watching it. And you're like, what are they gonna do? And it almost feels like, what are we gonna do about Trump? Even though we don't know what kind of person Trump is yet, but by the stuff he's done so far, he's probably not a good person. So anyway, I thought that was a really interesting show. Um You know next- what I
0: find interesting about Popes? What? That when they get elected, they like take on a new name.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Next yeah. show I'm taking on a new name for the for that show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't um, we didn't vote for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. God breeds, motherfucker. Um <laughs> Now, I think that's all. Honestly, I've had for a long time, I've had an obsession with, like, kings, queens, British royalty, and the Pope. You know, not because I'm very religious, but I went to a Catholic school as a kid, and I'm just, like, very interested in, like, that the Roman Catholic world because it's f- steeped in tradition and old stuff that I think is really cool. So, um, one thing that happened in this show, he's, like, the first thing he did when he became Pope, he's, like, buy the papal tiara back from the Washington Museum of whatever from the National Cathedral here. He's like, buy back the papal tiara. I was like, papal tiara? I had to look it up. Apparently, popes have a crown because they're a sovereign. And that crown has three fucking tiers on it, three crowns on it. And it's called the papal tiara. And <laughs> that's awesome. And, yeah, it's awesome. And every pope got one, except for I think the last pope who did it was Pope I don't know, in the early 1900, like like 1920 or something. And he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. He sold the, they sold the crown to a museum and took the money and gave it to the poor. And every other Pope after that's been like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But Jude Law's character's like, yeah, get it back, buy it back. I'm rocking this. And I think on this week's episode, he's wearing it and he has them carry him into the room on a chair, like old school style, because that's how the Pope used to get around like Pope. They didn't have a mobile. This motherfucker used to sit on a big ass chair, carry it around on motherfuckers backs with some dude fanning him. That's how the Pope used to get around. Mm-hmm. You know, the Pope's like an old school pimp. who used to fuck bitches to give money. So um, that's not none of that's so bad. But I'm not Catholic, so I really don't care.
0: He's like a, a slightly more modern Egyptian pharaoh
2: basically yeah but leading lo- the church but who loves jesus yeah um but yeah so dude he's hardcore and the thing is it's funny when you watch you're like is he a bad guy but he does stuff that's a like, good you know he's a very conflicted person is it's interesting it's a good story so if you have hbo and you or you have hbo now hbo go the young pope check it out um So, the next thing I had to talk about... I saw this. I really don't know why I put this in here. It's called The Boss. It's a movie with, uh... Steven Seagal? No, the currently famous McCarthy. What's her name? Melissa McCarthy? No, no, no. The currently famous one.
0: Melissa McCarthy?
2: Is she the one who's famous right now? Not the hot blonde one, but the... Not Jenny McCarthy. Her cousin. Yeah.
0: The overweight comedian, Melissa McCarthy. Yes,
2: her. Yeah. So... This proved to me what I already knew um after Ghostbusters and before. She's not Ghostbusters. Funny? No, she's just, she's actually really funny. Hmm. I, I, <laughs> I don't like her. You know, I ain't not like her one bit. She's funny in this. It's a funny ass movie, and I think it's fucking hilarious. And even in Ghostbusters, in Ghostbusters, she was funny. It's just the movie was shit. You know? If you've seen the one I didn't eat Thief one, she's funny in that. You know, she's a funny and look, I hate to say this. It sounds really sexist, but I don't like a lot of women comedians like they have to be really funny. Otherwise, I don't like them. And she's actually funny like she way. She and it's like yeah, anyone can write a script and make anyone sound funny. But the way she delivers it, she's a funny actress. She's just funny. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was noteworthy. I put it in here. What is it? <laughs> it's called the Boss. The Boss. Yeah, it's about selling co- girls got cookies or something. But it, it has its really it has a bunch of very funny moments, like laugh out loud moments. Um hmm. so the last one is my favorite. It's a a, a pure delight to the senses. So anyone who knows me knows I love anime. Um and so this here is Yojo Senkai, or in English, the saga of Tanya the evil. And it takes place in like basically the basic story is this main character is like uh, you don't find out till the second episode what's, happening, what's going on. But in the in the the main character is this guy who he's having a great life and he's like, yeah, you lived life by following the rules and being a rule to rule follower. If people fuck up, then you fucking give them the, you give them the sticks. You know what I mean? Fuck them. You know what I mean? And he's a salary man in Japan making his money and he fires a guy. And that day on his way home, the guy he fires pushes him into a train track. And that as he hits the train tracks, time stops, and God, or whatever God is, comes back and he's like, Yo, dude, what's up? And the guy's like, You don't exist. And he's like, Oh word? He's like, Fine. <laughs> he's like, he's like, No re- no reincarnation for you. You're fucked. And the guy's like, he's like He's like, look, I don't give a shit about your reincarnation. You die, you die. And they kind of go on back and forth, and the guy's like, okay, I'm going to stack all the decks against you and reincarnate you. If you can survive, if you find faith, then you're good. If you don't find faith, then no more reincarnations, you're done. So he responds, This he responds, He he, <laughs> he reincarnates this guy, and the guy comes back to life in another world altogether as this little girl. <laughs> um, He's born as this little blonde girl. And he has but he hasn't forgotten anything is the same mentality as like this hardcore business guy as this blonde girl. So he finds in this world he has in this world magic exists and his person his this girl Tanya has a high aptitude for magic. So he immediately decides to volunteer for the military and become one of their combat mages or whatever. And the the thing is, the thing that separates this from any other anime you've ever heard the same, like, kind of uh, whatever stupid stuff is because the whole movie is filmed from this guy's perspective inside this little girl, and the two characters are one. So it's, he's not a guy, he's from this little girl's perspective. And she's hardcore to the fucking max and crazy as hell. And this is, like, a celebration of blood and gore like no other. You know, I mean, this is, like, a great fucking series totally worth watching the character is crazy they the animation is great i'm gonna probably after we finish the show i'm probably gonna spend time reading the manga because there's probably like six or seven i think there's like 10 episodes of the manga up on um manga fox or wherever i read manga at but uh it's really good yojo senkai check it out totally worth your time if you want to get introduced to anime this doesn't have a bunch of the overbearing like japanese um concepts it's like completely a reinvented new world and it's really good so Mm. worth checking out and it doesn't have any tropes there's no like oh fan service boobs and titties and all this kind of stuff and like oh this is a demon girl and she's a rabbit girl there's none of that in this it's like all just fucking we're going to war and political intrigue and stuff like that and and battle battles and being flying through the air like being a fucking badass with a gun and all kinds of crazy rants and all kinds of craziness, and it's fucking great.
0: How many episodes are there?
2: Right now, there's only four episodes.
0: Okay. But yeah.
2: it's ongoing? Yeah, it's ongoing. It just started. I mean, they'll probably go to like 12 or 24 episodes, depending. The animation animations, unless it's really good, very rarely go to two seasons. But they'll probably wrap it up in a nice neat bow at the end. So it's not like you're going to be like, oh, where's the
1: rest? You know? Gotcha. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking, James. We might want to, and you know, they, we can we don't have to do this, but maybe we should do an anime. Talk about an anime every week.
2: Yeah, we might be able to. do I was thinking about that too, but I don't watch enough anime, and I know you guys don't watch any anime. So. Well, mm. I, I've dabbled. My, Michael watched Chobits <laughs> or whatever the, the the talking. Michael's obsessed with a talking hamster. <laughs> he's like obsessed with
1: that that is a good one that is yeah. a good one
2: yeah like the hamster got into so many antics
1: that's right <laughs> that's right um i mean yeah well there's there's something we can talk about so
2: yeah i mean i i i would there's definitely tons of great animates out there but we maybe we'll do that i don't know mm-hmm. there's a lot of things i've been thinking about i want to do so we'll see but
1: okay well uh evan and i were actually talking about this earlier we were thinking about Maybe some new ideas, some way we can jazz up the show. But uh, if any of our listeners out there have any ideas for us, please send them to feedback at com, Or you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. And I was thinking about making an Instagram account. I don't know. Maybe that's too much, though. What do you guys an- think?
2: Another another abandoned account for no one to check. <laughs> One picture of Michael's desktop. You, you <laughs> can
0: post all uh, post all your gym selfies.
1: <laughs> that's right, and and oh. your uh,
0: your fucking crock pot soy sauce soups.
1: There you go. Oh yeah. might, hey, there you go.
0: No, See? I some
2: recipes up there for you.
1: There you go. I some recipes. You know, James. Add James and is a, and sour. Yeah, James is abomination of the week. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, exactly. Boiled hot dogs and whatever.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Actually, you know what? Uh my friend who was in town from Philly last week told me, Oh boy, I'm doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So Tucker, a fun- come on. Funny story, I'll save it for another time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't I gotta be more careful. Can't remember my fat mouth. All right.
1: All right, cool. cool huh? Evan? What? Take us out. Have it. Added- whatever, man. You were on
0: a
2: roll. Finish it. I thought you were going to close this out, but now I was like, oh, you gave up. It's giving it to Evan again.
0: Yeah. I'll close Fucking, it out. All right. Don't delegate. No,
1: that's fine. Well, relegate. Everyone, <laughs> check out our website, right. iopanelpodcast.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast there. You can either subscribe directly to the RSS feed, or we have links to iTunes, so you can subscribe through the Apple ecosystem. We also have an Amazon affiliate link on our webpage. So if if you're going to buy anything off Amazon and you feel like supporting the show, please use our affiliate link. We'd very much appreciate it. And uh, links to all our social media and stuff is also on the main website. Again, that's iopanelpodcast.com. Please check that out. This was episode 44. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll check you guys out next time.